Well, hi there. So, so my name is Mark McDermott from NLP Training Limited, and I have this podcast to make what I call a deep dive into human consciousness and what it's all about. Um, and we interview different people each month with a view to finding out what each different aspect is, what is different people bring in to the table. And this, this month we have Tony. Tony Everard is a, a wonderful person, in my personal opinion. But besides that, um, she's an NLP trainer. She's a, she's a coach, timeline therapist. Uh, she's also a coach in ultimate consciousness, which we'll be getting to in just a minute. And her passion is about helping people, individuals and groups of people to become the go-to authority that's recognized that having the value that they have in their life and bringing their ultimate self into the present. And we'll be learning about how Tony actually goes about doing that because I'm super curious and I know that you guys are already. So before I go any further, Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and how the hell did you get into all of this stuff? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, oh, what a trip. Hey, you know, this is, um, it's been quite some journey. And I know like journeys that is the word, doesn't it, that gets thrown around. But, you know, like, before I got into coaching and NLP and ultimate consciousness and all those kinds of things that I had, I call them my past lives. I, I did a first in, in banking and finance and and before that I was even in heavy engineering working on submarines and power stations and and all kinds of kinds of things and I guess I always just I never had a big plan I just found opportunities would pop up and I would I would think wow that sounds interesting and go for it and uh, and that's what I sort of did through to a certain point in time and it was probably um, uh, I guess where where it all really started for me to start making a difference was was when my little girl was only about two and I was married and I was just in this position where I was like you know what like I'm not happy like there's something not going right in my life I'm really not happy and at that point in time I was pretty sure it was my husband so I, I left and I was a single mum working part-time in, uh, in, a, in a bank actually just working in a branch and um, and I went on and then it was like five years later, I, I woke up and I was like, damn, I'm in the same position. It's like a different partner, but still, you know, my daughter was a little bit older. I was in a, in a finance job working in a, in a wine center, actually function center, but it was the same stuff. I'm just like, you know what? I, I'm just not happy with my life. It's just, you know, everything looks like it should be good, but it's just not. And so again, I thought, you know, it's my partner, that's the problem. So I left again and uh, and I thought, you know what, like obviously I'm not very good at relationships, so I might stay single for a while. And uh, and then went on to do another five years of a fair bit of, you know, going out and socialising and, and living a bit crazy. But sure enough, in about another five years, I sort of woke up one day and went far out, you know, like I'm still not happy, like, there's something going on here that's not really right you know my daughter was a pre-teen by that stage we were sort of butting heads a bit um I was a bit fed up with my work and I was just in this space where I'm like what is it like I couldn't blame a partner at that time because I didn't have one so <laughs> I thought you know it must be my work so I started looking for different things that I could do and and look I, I didn't want to study accounting any further because you know I was doing that and I thought well you know I like working with people 
I thought maybe HR, but I, I thought about the HR lady at my work and I didn't really like her. So I didn't think that was going to be a great option. And, uh, uh, but at the time, one of my friends had just got into some online marketing, affiliate marketing. And, and I was like, what was she doing? She's setting up these websites and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I thought, well, this looks pretty interesting. And, and next thing I knew, I was in this funnel of watching videos and webinars of all these people making money online, you know, traveling the world all tanned and fit and, you know, living their life. And I thought, that's what I'm going to do. Like these guys yeah. have got it all worked out. That looks amazing. I'm like, done. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm on board. So I'm setting up websites and next thing I'm throwing all this money into advertising and, and sure enough, that didn't really come through either. And, um, and so that was a real kind of hit, like hard hit for me. Cause I was like, you know, I just can't win a trick. I'm like, I'm not succeeding in my relationships. I can't make stuff happen in my career. You know, like I'm, I'm not really looking after myself that well. And, um, but there was a couple of really important things that happened around that time. And the first one was that the, the company that I got involved with had a lot of personal development stuff because they knew that the people who succeeded did the work on themselves. So I started to get this kind of understanding about personal development. And then the second thing that happened was I met my first coach and, uh, and she really introduced me into NLP and Tony Robbins and, and got me to start shifting my thinking in ways where I could get more focus on what it is that I want and start like seeing outside of the box, hmm. you know, start seeing outside of my own problems and, and seeing what other possibilities there were for me. And that was huge. And of course, I went along to like, did a Unleash the Power Within. And I was like, you know, Tony Robbins, it's like a, a personal development rock concert. You know, it's all very highly engaging and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and that was cool. And I and really knew there was some stuff going on there. So I thought I wanted to learn this for myself. And that's when I went off and, and first studied NLP. And, and that was just a massive game changer for me. Like I, you know, I, I was, I had primed my mind so much for this training. I was like, right, whatever <laughs> crap I've got going on here, I'm going to be getting rid of it at this training. Like definite it's, it's gone. You know, this is going to be new me. And, um, and, and I shifted some stuff. I tell you, I was the girl that was like crying in the corner for like most of the training. It was just this stuff was, it was like a, exorcism of stuff that was coming out <laughs> and, and I think I freaked a few people out with just the power of which I decided to expel some of that stuff from mm. my body <laughs> mm. and, and um but uh, I remember I remember watching the trainer and it was actually Sherry Farrows who I did my my NLP prac with and I remember watching her and I was sitting next to this lady because we did it it was in the country where Sherry um, like rural area where Sherry trains and which was another whole story in itself about how I come across that. But I was sitting next to this woman that I was sharing accommodation with and, and she was looking at Sherry and she said, wow, you know what? I would, I would really love to help her one day with her trainings. And I went, I want to do what she's doing. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that's it. I want to do what she's doing. I'm like, this was just like magician stuff. And I, and I was like, I'm, I'm sold. I'm a win. And, um, so, you know, I started working with people then and uh, and next thing, you know, I was off to 
the Sydney doing master prep with, with Tad and Adriana. And again, I, I was just expelled more stuff and um, massive shifts. And it was just mind blowing. I, I, I just could not get enough of how much you could create change within yourself, how you could just blow out old beliefs, get rid of, like I had so much fear, just gone, you know, just get rid of all this stuff. And, and so then I started, you know, working with people one-on-one and, you know, just seeing the shifts in them. And I was like, you know, like there needs to be more of this stuff in the world. Like I, I can't reach enough people one-on-one. So sure enough, then in the October, I went off to Sydney again to do trainer training, which is where I met you. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and, you know, and then delivered my first training in the December. So so it was between from February that year, February, so it was like 2016, I did prac, and then December 2016, I was delivering my first NLP prac. And uh, and I was just, that was the thing. I, I was sold. I'm like, this is my purpose. I'm here to help people change their lives and, and you know, keep growing. And, and for me, teaching is the next level of learning. So it was you know, I remember like delivering my first prep going, shit, I don't know if I understand half of this stuff myself. I'm like in the morning madly going, what am I delivering today? And, and like getting a better grasp on it. But I was just determined and it just kept going on from, um, from there. So, I mean, you, you're talking about shifting mind and, and obviously, you know, you're an all-in person. I was all-in as well. So that's why, you know, I think we kind of really hit it off like that when we were at the, the trainer's training because we were both going through all of that. I was like, this is, this is it. There's a line and I'm past the line already. And, and similarly, it's like, I got to teach this because this is not only the stuff, but, but this is the way to teach it as well. And, and for me, it was like, it, it was, let's just put aside all the, the hoo-ha and the, I mean, it's great. I, I love the whole rock concert sort of stuff, but, but it's not for everyone. And yet the, the way, that we were taught allowed us to be flexible enough to teach at different times in different ways to different people, but to still all get them to do what you're talking about, which is to change your mind. And it's hard to get across to someone who's not done that before, <clears throat> just how much, because you look similar to, to how you looked when I met you, but you know, the person who's in there, oh man, you're totally different from the one in 2016. I mean, you're still you, but there's a, yeah. there's a, it's an order of magnitude really, isn't it? It's not, am I better than before? It's like, who the hell did I even think I was, you know, by comparison? And, and it's all about the mind. Yeah. And, the, and, and most people invest money in, I don't know, wallpaper and, and, and washing machines and holidays and cars again and again and again. And, <laughs> and, 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 but they don't invest in themselves. And it's in, I, I want to encourage people to invest in themselves and to get their own skill set together to be able to navigate because we're not yeah. given this you're not given a manual when you're born there's a manual for how to operate yourself <laughs> so i am writing one of them yeah. <laughs> you know but in the meantime here you are doing what you're doing and how did you get from there to this this thing ultimate consciousness i'm very very curious about that and and what is it in you know if you can actually say it in a in a month or two die in a few minutes <laughs> yeah yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, you're so right, though, Mike, about what you're saying about, you know, what do people invest in, you know, 
in themselves like because there was a few years there that like yeah every dollar I had went into doing trainings like every piece of spare time I had I was like at a training or assisting at a training and it was just this massive drive I had to just keep evolving and you know one of the things that I had in my mind was like yeah I believe that we 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 this lifetime isn't everything you know, we come back again and I'm like, I'll be stuffed if I'm coming back and doing the same shit I did earlier in my life. Like, you know, I, my, it become my purpose. I was like, I'm going to evolve as far and as fast as I can to make sure that I I get everything that I was, I come here to do because yeah, like I said, not coming back to do this again. So, so, you know, I've been on a, on a pretty steep kind of incline of, um, evolving my thinking I guess and really getting to understand myself and you know what is the role that I play in this world and and you know getting to a point where I felt like I had a purpose like getting to that point where I'm like I know that I have a purpose in this earth like I know that the work I'm doing is making a difference that is much bigger than Tony Everard living in Adelaide Right? Like that it's it's massive. And that was so super important to me because, you know, this is one of the interesting things, right? Like I like I never like I've never been a suicidal person, like not suicidal, but definitely had some low points in my life where I was like, I've had enough of this existence. Like this is shit. I've had enough of all this crap. I want to go on to the next thing. That that was my thing. It's like I want to go into the next thing. And so so for me, finding the purpose of what it is that I'm doing here was like huge. I'm like, okay, I get it. All, all this stuff that I've been through, like, you know, the challenges, the heartache for whatever else, it's brought me to this place where I'm now in a unique position that I can leverage off of all of that stuff and, and help people be, be better in themselves. And so, yeah. I, like, so I've always been looking for that next kind of step. And when I first started training, I was on the, um, on the committee for the South Australian Hypnotherapy Association and we used to get people come in and do workshops. And one of the people that we got to come in was Peter Smith uh, from the Institute for Quantum Consciousness. And he came in and he did this workshop with us where he started talking about out-of-body experiences and near-death experiences and and how, uh, you know, our soul energy, like, um, pre-plans all of these predetermined kind of decision points and how all of these decision points create alternate realities and, and, and it's all for the evolution of our soul. And so, you know, there's all these parallel things that are happening and interdimensional things where we're learning all this stuff, not just in this existence, but in an infinite amount of possibilities. And, and I was like, my mind's just blown. This is like, wow, this is <laughs> definitely next level stuff. It's like, give me more of that. And so, so we managed to convince um, Peter to come over. He was based in Victoria um, at that stage in Melbourne to come over to South Australia and run a, a quantum consciousness facilitator training. And uh, and so I, so I did that, that and, you know, I guess the thing is we know with when we're doing hypnosis or NLP, you know, timeline therapy, we're basically looking at the conscious mind, the unconscious mind, and we, we're taking people down essentially. 
Whereas with quantum consciousness, it's quantum consciousness is essentially bridging the gap between science and spirituality. So there's, you know, there's a basis there of quantum physics. But it, instead of going down, we're going out. And when we expand out, there's there's infinite possibilities. Yeah. And we, we start to get into appreciating just how limitless we are like that that there's way more than we can even comprehend as humans like it doesn't matter how much you learn you're never going to comprehend just exactly just how much there is available and so through this work um you know and and at that stage quantum consciousness was this journey that you would take you'd spend people outside of their their body so their awareness would ex expand out and you'd go through this journey of, of um, visiting these other realms like alternate and interdimensional and parallel, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you would meet the essence essentially of you in those different realms and share the vibration of that. And, and it was quite a journey. It would take, you would take probably a couple of hours to take someone through this journey. And I remember having this experience of, it's because you're not you're not looking for trauma in these kinds of experiences you're looking at raising the vibration and of course when you raise vibration problems disappear they just dissolve they don't exist right it's <laughs> like you know if you say someone someone's depressed and you say well, what is it you want oh well, I don't want to be depressed anymore it's like well the fact is someone who's not depressed and depression's not in their awareness doesn't go oh well I feel so great that I'm not depressed anymore they they just don't think about it it's not in their awareness at all and so this is what it's about it's about raising vibration to you in a space where none of this other stuff is even relevant and so I remember having this experience where you know I, I just suddenly had this knowing about myself it was like it was a knowing it was a remembering of of who I am in the in the universe and that where like that I just hold a space regardless and that was a massive kind of shift for me I guess I'd, I've often been someone who always felt like I didn't quite know where I fit in like I fit in everywhere kind of but nowhere really and this was just a sense of like yeah I, I just am like I just I just exist and and so that was really powerful but at that time because it was such a long journey and I was doing a lot of NLP and timeline therapy and that kind of stuff I I didn't really know how to fit it in with what I was already offering but it was still there kind of bubbling along in the background and then uh but last year about middle of last year um so Pete so this is probably oh, two three years after I'd done this original training yeah Pete reaches out to me and he said oh hey hey Tony I've um got a bit of a new project and uh, I was wondering if you'd be interested in having a chat with me about it. And I was like, well, if Peter Smith's got a project that he wants to have a chat with me about it. Yeah. I definitely want to, <laughs> I definitely want to hear about that. Yeah. So, um, so we jumped on a call and, and he told, he told me about our, our ultimate consciousness, which had been come off the back essentially of quantum consciousness, where what they found was through all the case studies that they did, was that about one in three of these journeys didn't go along the exact prescribed, you know, path. And so what he he got from that was, 
well, what if, you know, when we sort of consider all these things of um, quantum physics, like holographic healing and entanglement and non-locality and, you know, the observer effect and all that kind of stuff, what if like the person will just connect in with whatever it is that they need, regardless of time, space, pathways, anything else, and bring that back? Mm-hmm. And so that's essentially where ultimate consciousness came from, is that you can you can set an intention of what the person wants to transcend. So creating really high vibrational language about what, you know, the, the space they want to move into. And then that sets out like a signal to all of their other possible realities and realms and, and, and versions of them and their consciousness to match in with something that it can come in and help them right, raise their vibration. And so that's essentially what we do. And so there's either the, the transcendent kind of journey or there's the meeting the ultimate self. And it's similar. It's like, okay, so let's call in the ultimate version of myself and I'll integrate that energy and bring it back to now so that I can operate now in this ultimate self. And uh, so that's how that all kind of came about. Well, I mean, this is super fascinating because, you know, we, I, I have just, you know, told, talked to you earlier today about um, a lecture that I'm doing for the hypnosis convention um, in, in which I talk about a certain state that someone can achieve uh, through which there is a gateway to what I'm calling the quantum consciousness or whatever the hell it is, because it's, it's what it is. It's not a label. It's not, you know, a label isn't the thing. And, uh, you know, the word water doesn't get me wet. So, you know, calling it something doesn't actually yeah. make it anything. Do you know what I mean? Um, but at the end of the day, yeah. it's, it, it's wonderful. And I love having these like wildly transcendent experiences um, I really thoroughly enjoyed listening to your your description of uh, the development through ultimate consciousness to the uh, quantum consciousness, um, or the other way around, wasn't it? Quantum consciousness to ultimate consciousness. Is there a direction between them anyway? You know? <laughs> but my, my point is, how does this translate then? So, so at the end of the day, I mean, there's one of those books, I can't remember who wrote it, said, you know, after enlightenment, the laundry. And I just thought that was brilliant because... Because that's, you know, yeah, what next, you know? <laughs> and, and in the I Ching, the number 63 yeah. out of 64 is called completion. And 64 is actually called after completion because there's always something. It's like, well, what next? It's, this is great, but I've still got to go to the supermarket or, you know, go into my day job or whatever it is that the people that I work with are actually engaging in, as well as having this wonderfully meaningful experience that you're bringing for them. So I, I'm curious, how does that translate into you know for example the results that you get with a client when you work with them is, is that too open a question no well look we love open-ended questions don't we? <laughs> uh, really. but um but, you know the, the really interesting thing was i i remember um because peter smith is his background is hypnotherapy and then he created a hypnoenergetics and all kinds of stuff but i i remember before I was going to teach the first ultimate consciousness course here in, in Adelaide, I was having a chat with Pete and he said, Tony, tell me, how are you going to teach this course? That's going to be different than anything you've ever taught before. And I thought, well, that's a really good question. 
And I, you know, I sat there because I thought, you know, obviously in master prac, we, we go a little bit into quantum physics and quantum linguistics and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm doing a bit of that, but this training is something different. It, there's no like having to teach people specific detailed steps of how you do processes. It's, it's a whole lot more of getting an understanding. And it's, we talk about it's, it's in who are you being? And this is what I said to Pete. I said, well, I said, I, I, I know that for this training, it's going to be a whole lot more about who I'm being mm. than it is what it is I'm teaching these people. It's yeah. not about the knowledge I'm giving them. It's about who I'm being. And so, you know, this transcends who it is you're working with one-on-one. It's like who you're being will influence people that you serve you at the shop people that you walk by on the street, you, you, you know, the people, your friends and family that you're not working with, the people that you just encounter. When you're in that state of going, okay, so, you, you know, we talk about holding space for people. How do, you, how do you hold space for people? And it's where you connect in with your own ultimate self. So I, I literally... I, for me, I imagine that I have this connection of energy that comes straight down kind of in the back of my head, straight down my spine. And I, and I connect into that. And I know that that is something I'm connected into that's much greater than myself. And it's beyond all of my conditioning, societal, familial, you know, beliefs, values and everything that sits in our personality. It's something beyond that. When I can connect in with that, I can then connect in with the ultimate being magnificence of the other person and you're connecting in at a different level. Mm. And that is transformational in itself. And you can do that anywhere. You can do that with anyone, you, you know, and that's what I think is important about who are you being? It's like, I'm being the, the most ultimate self that I know that I am, even if I don't have the full scope of how magnificent that really is, because perhaps I, I don't have the ability to, to really comprehend all of that, but I know it's much greater than that. And when I do that, I hold space for people in a way that they've most likely never experienced before. And in that space, I mean, you, you, you like I kind of translated across, you know, in hypnosis, we say, you know, the client won't actualize what the hypnotherapist doesn't believe to be true. So there, there's already a space in that where you have to see your client in their, in their greatest magnificence of who they are. And when you hold someone in that space, they, they just rise up, you know, they just rise up anyway. So that's, that's the first kind of step. But, you know, on the, the last training that I did was online and I had a student from Malaysia Maxine, and she's she's recently been learning hypnosis and, and has started a hypnosis business. And she'd never had any of these kind of out of body type experiences before. And she said, I just shifted. She goes, after having these journeys, she said, This is just this is just a small example. But she said, I was this is during the training. She said, I oh, last night I went out for a drink with my friend. And as we was walking along, my friend bumped me and I dropped my mobile phone and the screen cracked. And she goes, normally I just would have been going, oh my God, you know, like freaking out. But she goes, I just picked it up and went, oh, okay. And continued on my way. 
So it's the effects that this has on people is it just expands out what's possible for them. So rather than people being caught up in the details and the low vibration of you know, all the negative feelings or limiting beliefs and, and all that low level stuff, that's not the truth of who they are. They're expanded yeah. out to a point where none of that's relevant. And so anything becomes possible. They, they get connected in with that anything's possible for them and none of the other little stuff seems to matter anymore. No, I like that. And, and interestingly, you know, a lot of my clients have said to me over the years that it's who I was and not what I did that made the difference. And, and back in the 90s, <clears throat> I used to kind of personally get really miffed about that and think, no, it's, it's all this complicated stuff that I'm learning. You just don't understand, you know. But then I kind of got over that and I thought, well, you know, okay, if, if what it is is who I am that's making the difference for them, then the best thing that I can possibly do for the people I work with is to be who I am and to get better and better at being who I am. Hence, I've, you know, gone down my rabbit hole versus the rabbit hole um, that, that you're in. And of course, there's no rabbit hole, of course, because that doesn't exist. But our journeys are the journeys that they are. And, you know, elsewhere, I don't want to go down metaphors, you know. <laughs> but, you know, my, my journey's been mine. And, and yet, yeah, I would use different language. And elsewhere, I describe what it is for me and and what it is when I'm encountering it but I'm really really curious to know you know how there you are being which is what we're talking about and you're being this you know dare I say magnificent being that that I see when I when I meet you and and, and talk with you um but I don't know what it's like for you to encounter this reality and I'm really curious to know what you would say in that, in that sense. You know, how do you encounter reality? What's it like for you? Your moment-to-moment -moment kind of reality unfolding for you. Uh, well, if, what an interesting question, Mark. Yeah, thank you. How, how do you describe? How do you put these things into into words? And. You know, the first thing that, that pops to my mind is, yeah, look, if you look at the shift of like who I was before I did all of this work, I guess, on myself, um, is that my world was so small. It, like, I mean, it was, it was interesting. There was always kind of interesting stuff and I knew there was history throughout my family that was interesting and, you know, how my parents had even got together and moved to Australia and, you know, all that kind of stuff the work I'd done, but it was still a very small concept of who I was. It was like, you know, all it was was who I was in this kind of life experience. Whereas the journeys that I've now been on into ultimate consciousness, essentially, and, and, and quantum consciousness, gives you such a hugely different perspective. Like I, I've connected in with versions of me that have been like, just merged out of a stream of purple pinky energy you know and and you just get this sense it's it sounds all very magical and out there but you, it's so real when you're experiencing that and you can feel the vibration of it and you you get this sense of shifting that something shifts when when that's within you and of course 
know, a lot of people think that enlightenment and that kind of stuff is just all about the expanding out beyond our body. But truly what it's about is, is yes, expanding out beyond our body into this awareness, but bringing it back into the now so that we're having this greater experience of that in the now. And so for me, what that's like is that it's like it's like kind of tuning in the dial right it's like I can kind of tune in the dial of just what I'm what frequency I'm in so I can go out there's all lakes around here right with ducks and bird life and stuff so I can go for a walk out around the parks here and and completely tune into my environment and the the plants and the water and the you know the wildlife that's there and tune into that frequency and then I can, in the same, within, you know, a few seconds, I can then tune into another frequency where I'm connected into an energy that's much greater than all of this, that, that expands out, you know, further into the universe. So, you know, and then if I, if I meet someone else, I can tune into another frequency that gets who they are and where they're at yeah, and yeah, yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on with them, you know, yeah. like you can just see stuff in people in their face. So. So it, it's just, I guess it's just like, for me, it's just, yeah, that's the best way I can explain it. It's just like tuning into different frequencies of where you want your awareness to be and what that experience is and, and the meaning that you want to get from it. Um, you know, that's probably the first time I've ever tried to explain that, but hopefully that yeah well and, 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 no it's a great it's a great great answer tony and and you know yeah one of the reasons i ask questions like that is because it it i want to know something that you you have to reach for to to because this stuff is i mean let's face it i don't know what it's like for you but i can still trip up on the pavement when i'm walking down the road you know i i <laughs> i make mistakes no i make mistakes i think oh i'm really really into all of this i'm totally totally aware and then i'll trip up and it, you know, i'm a human being at the end of the day like you know i i, I that's yeah. what it reality is you know but i've learned how to orientate through choice and to choose where i put my consciousness and that can be in other people as well as in me. And it can be in a bird or a fly or, or whatever. It can be anything, a tree. It can be any, it can be all of it, you know. Now I'm not going to drive a car and be there at the same time. You know what I mean? There's times for, for me to be driving a car when I'm driving a car. And there's times for me to, you know, when it's a safe environment to let go of all of it and just have it the whole thing. But I think through it all, your description of, of tuning which is repeatedly said and, and even actually had a kind of an analog, you know, almost like tuning a radio. And that's how I feel. It's like if you tune up and down, you can find the frequency where someone or something is. It, it can even be a thing. It can be like a piece of art in a, in a you know, in a, in a museum or something. It can, it can literally be that. It doesn't have to be an animus object you know a person you know is a person an animus object did i really just say that well it's in the podcast now so hey you know email me with your thoughts if you want to but but about having the choice <laughs> would, would so so i mean am i in the right area there are you, are you saying that through your trainings you're learning and and continue to learn the actual choice of how to tune to these different things and that's opening up your realm for you which by being and maintaining such a way 
as to the best of your ability, you're finding that that's actually sufficient for other people to help them as well as to en enrich your own life. Because at the end of the day, you're living your life and, and you're doing really well at it. And, you know, you, you seem to be having a great time. And there you were, you know, however many years ago, it was completely different. You thought you sucked at life. Then you've, you've learned some things and you realize that that was all an illusion that actually you're smashing it. And, and, and yet essentially you're the same person. But the big thing that you said to me was you found your purpose. Now we know that getting the purpose and results connected together is ultimately, you know, that, that's a great thing for someone to get because everything in between your beliefs, your values, all of those things, you can change them. You can learn new skills. You can change your mind. You can do all those things that could have stopped you. You can change your emotions. You can do all those things. You can learn how to actually change and operate those things. But behind it all is your purpose. And if you don't discover your purpose, then you know it, it almost doesn't matter about the rest because the results you're going to get are not going to be in alignment with your purpose. And you've got your purpose in alignment with the results that you're getting in your life. And that seems to be what you're telling me, but I'm not sure if that that's how it is. is does that sound like I'm kind of getting what you're, you're telling me? Because that's what I think you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm getting what you're throwing down, right? Um, yeah, and I, I, the thing that I, I just love that you said then, Mark, is, is about the illusion. That was the, that was the biggest thing for me. And, and, and I think, you know, this is where I, like when I was saying, when I first did all the work that I did, I had so much work to do that I was just crying and just felt like I was in the exorcist expelling all this stuff. And I'm sure I freaked a few people out that hadn't seen someone go through that before. But the beauty of that was I really felt like it's made me bulletproof and when I work with other people. And I know like whatever people think that they've got going on, it's an illusion. Yeah. It's an absolute illusion. And yeah. you become 100% convinced of this when you see time after time, like someone's, you know, like sitting there and they're, they're crying and crying. Like I remember I had this client come in, um, when was it? late last year early this year and I, I'd worked with her the year before and, and cleaned out a whole heap of stuff but in the meantime she'd had her dad got really sick with cancer and passed away and there was COVID and she got kids with special needs and you know her husband not been able to work because of injury and all this stuff going on and she's like you know I've just found I've got myself in a hole and, and I've been seeing my psychologist and you know and but I just can't stop crying and stuff and I said look come in for a session we'll sort this out so literally I had her in for a two hour session. Like I said, I'd, I'd worked with her a bit more extensively about a year or so ago. Come in for a two hour session. She's gone from like, I can't stop crying, you know, huge amounts of sadness, depression and everything else. Two hours later, well, less than, she's got a massive smile on her face, completely shifted. And, and she was saying to me, she goes, oh, I, I've got an appointment with my psychologist on Monday. I don't know what I'm going to tell her now. And I said, come and learn timeline therapy with me because it like that's that's the thing. It, it's a complete illusion when you see this over and over and over and over again that someone goes from like, oh my God, I can't stop crying, my life feels so crap, to like bang. It's mm. shifted, it's gone. That's not even there anymore. It's a complete I love it. illusion. I love yeah. It. And and so 
this is the thing. It, it's you know when we when we can see past these illusions that we we we've got there for whatever reason they're conditioned into us the experiences you know the human experience whatever that might be is that anything is possible like none of that stuff is permanent like there's there's no there's nothing that says that you have to have any limits and when you can help people get that even if it's just cracking open just a little bit so there's a little yeah. bit of light that comes in yeah, yeah. it opens up and 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 you you see it for what it is and you know it, look and it's it's something we have to work at because we live in a society that wants to keep us in a space that says no here you are this is your box you know, this is where you fit and and look we've got a whole industry that's dedicated to medicating you and every other thing that's going to help keep you there <laughs> and helping people to break out of that is you know it is like an absolute gift it really is isn't it to do that so i don't really know now if i'm answering your question anymore mark but this is I, just I think you are. No, 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 no absolutely and, and every answer is a perfect um, answer and here we are on literally on opposite sides of the planet and yet we both have you know a very very similar purpose and and quite obviously you have the sort of drive that, that I have I'm totally driven towards this to teach as many people as possible to get outside of the illusion you know and 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 to have it the way that theirs is because it's theirs their mind is theirs to have and 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 yet it yeah. takes very 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 little to to gain that control, and and to or more to gain the navigation skills. I don't even want to use the word control because I don't I don't think it's about control, you know. But to be able to navigate through it, to have the basic tools to navigate through it, and then you know, I don't know about you, but I make myself redundant really quickly with people because they get it and they get the skill set to go with it at the same time. And then the, that's it, they're done. They don't need me. They're too busy booking holidays or whatever it else is that they, they would have done in the first place if they hadn't have, you know, told themselves some some story, you know, and then pretend that it was real. But we know it's not real. And I think the fact that we both know that it's not real, we bring that to the table when we work with people. And because we know it, we can fly that flag for them until they actually pick it up for themselves. And once they pick it up for themselves, yeah. it's already too late because they've already agreed they've joined us and and they're another one that we've yeah. helped forwards and there are people yeah. all over the planet you mentioned cherry earlier cherry's going to be in one of the, the podcasts and, and i'm really looking forward to that as well um listen it's it's been absolutely wonderful i do have one more question for you it's been wonderful talking to you and and to catch up with you and it's wonderful personally for me you know to share the growth that we're we're both going through you know, we've checked in with each other over the last four years here and there along the way, and, and we've had a good laugh about it. Um, but we're really serious about the work we do. We're just not taking ourselves too seriously because we know that that would be an illusion as well. <laughs> no, no look, I guess the, the last thing I'd like to ask is, is just briefly, what, what would you say? There's people out there, they're watching this podcast, they're thinking, well, you know, I don't get everything maybe straight away that, that they're saying, but we, I get the resonance. And, you know, th there's going to be plenty in the, in the details of the podcast about, about you, your, all your contact details and everything there 
for people to get in touch with you. And I really encourage people to do that as well, you know, because there's plenty of us around the planet and there's, there are points everywhere and, and everyone can go and find the person that works right for them. But if, if you're talking to someone who's never ever had this realization, maybe they're a little bit curious, they've watched your podcast, but they've never took the, the time to put their toe in the water and they've never taken that step towards it. And they're wondering, is it all just, are they just talking rubbish here or could I have it too? You know, what would you say to someone like that to, to encourage them to, to stick the toe in the water or to just dive right in? You know, take that first step, whatever that is, contacting you or whoever. What's, what would you say? You know, you've been through it. You're fully invested. How could you help someone yeah. take a first step towards that investment? Yeah, great question. And, and the first thing that pops to my mind, Mark, is that if you're here and you're listening to this, you're already doing it. You're, mm-hmm. This is your path. There's no accident. There's no coincidence. Things don't just pop into our reality. Just, you know, oh, that's right, just flooded on by that was interesting it's like yeah if it's in your reality it's in your reality already you can deny it there's you've got free will you can deny it you can push it away but it's always going to be there if it's in your reality it's it's part of you it's it's there and maybe right now isn't the exact time you're going to act on it maybe it is but it'll be there it'll be constantly there and you'll constantly keep picking up more things and more things and more things and I, for me, you know, like I was saying early on, even in, early on in my, in my career where I just would take on opportunities, like I, I never in, in any of my childhood do I, did I ever say to myself, do you know what, when I grow up, I want to be a non-destructive testing technician that does radiography on worlds <laughs> for blood marines, right? Never did I think I was going to do that. But the thing come up into my into my awareness, the opportunity was there. And I thought, that sounds interesting. I'm going to take it. And that's how I really live my life. I think now I have more direction about that because I have more awareness. I'm more conscious of it. Yeah. But it's a choice that you can take. So if it's there, go, go and find out. You know, one of the things I always say is that whatever decision you make, it's not going to be the last decision you make. No. So don't be afraid, don't be afraid of making the decision. You can you can make another decision moving on from there. But if it's there, it's in your awareness, follow it up, see where it takes you. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess behind all of this, what we're both talking about here is awareness. You've used the word a lot. I use the word a lot. You know, why not take a little bit of time and invest it in your own awareness and find out what it is that's just it's right there, like you said. I mean, you don't even the name of this podcast, you know, a deep dive into human consciousness. You don't end up going, oh, well, I'll, I'll have a listen to that. You know, randomly, it's not random at all. There's nothing random about awareness. But if you believe it's random, then it, it can be quite a random lifestyle. And I've done that um, myself. But now I'm not so random. Now I'm learning how to hone in yeah. more and more. And, and it becomes easier and easier, in fact, and much more enjoyable and thoroughly, thoroughly satisfying just to be who I am, which, which in itself is just an ultimate reward for me personally, you know, and that's something that, that, that mm. I would say to someone, but I love your answer. It's been, it's been great having, you know, I don't know, half an hour, 30, 40 minutes with you. 
uh, online. And, and, you know, I look forward to, 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 you know, hanging out with you in the future. But for the moment, you know, thanks so much for taking some time out of your day and, and sharing some of your ultimate consciousness with us, Tony. Thank you. Right, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, I, I love our conversations and I really appreciate the chance to, to chat with you. And I'm sure we'll have more of these conversations soon. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks very much.